Hi, Beths. Hey, Beth. Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewife. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beths. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill-advised. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already did. And you didn't listen to them either. So what the fuck makes us think you're going to listen to us? <laughs> we don't. I think that's the beauty of it. <laughs> we don't listen to us. I listen to you. Yeah. You listen to me. But we don't listen to we. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't listen to we. We're your lovely and gracious hosts. Stephanie. Ray. Pleasantries done? The biffs. The biffs. We're done with that bullshit now. Yeah. Okay. How you doing, Biff? <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah. I just had a week of some deathly illness. Deathly that illness. You can, I feel like I sound like a raspy old lady. Yeah. 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 You're sounding pretty wise there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'll probably cough. <laughs> That's okay. I'm like sniffly or not sniff or congest. I don't know. It's 65 in February. Yeah. And I just, I don't know what the fuck and to do shows. with myself. <laughs> <laughs> so all of our allergies are like, hey, why are you getting either? Fluvid. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't know which one it is. Yeah. Supposedly um, it's not the Rona. Yeah. But well, it feels like a goddamn Rona. Well, you're on the. You're on the mend, so. Hopefully. I don't know what this is. Well, I mean, you look fabulous. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't showered in two days. That doesn't mean you don't look good. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, That's exactly me- what that means. Well, then I guess I've seen you at your worst. <laughs> yes, you are like the corner store. I- <laughs> 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 Fuck you. That's so great. <laughs> I'm the corner store. I, um... I accept. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't have a choice. Everything you need, you may am. Come yeah. at your worst. Yeah. Like when you put your shoe on and don't like, like the back of the shoe. Is, yeah. <laughs> like you're wearing a sandal, but it's really a sneaker. Yeah. And you're hoping your sweatshirt's big enough to cover the fact that you don't have a bra on. <laughs> oh, high school. Yep. Oh, those are the good old days for me. <laughs> and my giant breasts. You did have some pretty good ones going. Right? They were nice. Yeah, a good solid B cup. Did you have the chest hairs back then in high school? Oh yeah, they were just. I don't know. I think I had too much much. skin, so they. (laughs) They were under your boobs. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm thinking like you know if you get wider, like those spaces between the hairs (laughs) get further apart. Five hairs, but didn't look like five. (laughs) It looked like I had five hairs, but you had to get on my good side to keep counting. Uh, now they're all together so it's a good solid 12 hairs yeah it's like a good mat they're i mean they're there that's hilarious that's funny so other than the uh cold and flu sinus allergies how are you doing i'm good i think i mean I, i can't really elaborate not that i can't elaborate i can't articulate what i want to say properly where it's just like i am like professionally burned out Mm. intellectually understimulated mm. but mentally on track well fucking 
You gotta be lacking somewhere. Too. Cheers to you, but we haven't introduced our wine yet. Oh, great segue. I, that wasn't a segue. I genuinely wanted to cheers you for that one. <laughs> well, we wait so long yet. to want to fucking drink this wine. <laughs> we got wine. It looks like a freaking nice mouth-watering grape juice. And <laughs> I'm hoping this. Yeah, well, doesn't that's what disappoint. it is. Um, yeah, but I mean like all Welch's grape juice. Oh, Welch's? That's what it looks like to me, right? Uh-huh. Like when we watch movies and it's they're pouring fake wine. Oh, yep. That's what this looks like. like it's making my mouth actually water. Like when they do cereal commercials, I hear they like put down like water down school glue because of the way it shows up on camera. Oh, for it's, the milk? Yeah. So that it's like thick and it looks like... right you know, full and creamy and body rather than when you're pouring milk and it just like falls. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you never get the ratio, right? Yeah. The milk to cereal. Listen, put a little bit of milk in and then put the cereal on top and just yeah. keep replenishing. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, I, I think. Agree. But I digress. I want wine and not vitamin yeah, well, D and calcium. Juice. I want vitamin D. You want. <laughs> and I need calcium. How about vitamin Cabernet Franc? <laughs> Franc. Franc. I need a good franc in my life also. Uh, this is called, this is, the the brand is Gar- Bodega Garcon. It's a Uruguayan. You didn't say that, right? You Garcon. need that X. Yeah, thank well, you. it's not French, so I can't be like, oh. <laughs> What is it? It's a span. it's a Uruguayan wine. Okay, so say it with a Uruguayan. Bodega Garcon. Yeah. And it's Wine and Spirits Top 100. The winery is in Top 100 for 2020. This is a 2019. There is a 45-page diatribe in Spanish on the front of the bottle. Oh. That I am not even... <sighs> I'm, I have to read fucking I advice today. I yeah. can't. <laughs> but um, the back of it says that this elegant red wine is a perfect companion for Mediterranean dishes such as roasted pork ribs on fennel and leeks, bruised pork tenderloin baked with baby potatoes with rosemary, or pappardelle with wild mushroom ragu. Those all sound pretty yummy. Got some wine. <laughs> shall we? We shall. Okay. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ooh, this is lovely. Yep. How you doing there? I like it. Yeah? Yeah, my taste is still a little bit off from my cold cold and flu your ronavid your yeah. flow fluvid yeah but didn't disappoint no no i kind of i quite enjoy it it's something tells me most of the meals you make will pair nicely yes something tells me you're right <laughs> <laughs> aka i better be invited to dinner next time you're always invited for dinner that's fucking you bullshit. Don't, you don't even need an invite. Just show I the fuck the, up. I get I made Chinese food for the first time ever last night, and it was amazing. Um, or we made fucking tacos last night, and they were fucking amazing. Oh, you should have seen what I made last night. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. It was so fucking good. <laughs> You're an asshole. It was just a salad, and it was You're gonna so make fucking good. Growl, and then we're going to have to rewind it to cut that part out. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. We have questions. Yeah, Unless we have any updates. Do we have updates? Lord knows. It's been a while, it feels like. It does feel like it, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. My um, life is a unexpected volcano. You're like the in- <laughs> you're like the um urgent care clinic here. 
yeah. with how sick you guys have been getting lately. Sickness and like just random shit happening. Yeah. I'm not about it. Either. So fix it. it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll fix. Just, uh, I give you permission. I've been ill-advised. <laughs> See? Oh, uh, that's nice. Well, that worked out for you. Perfect. I got questions. Questions. I don't actually have questions. Well, I mean, I have questions, but they're not really questions. They're you have judgments. Concerns. I have concerns. Absolutely. All the concerns. All the concerns. We're going for um, the Reddit thread. Am I the asshole? Auntie Ada. Auntie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you hold that? How long have you been planning this? I just, that? so I just looked down at my notebook where Ada is written and I just, it just came out. I love it. Auntie Ada. Auntie Ada. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have a few questions from there. Um, if you're not familiar with the Reddit thread or even the Facebook page, the Am I the Asshole questions kind of pose these scenarios, real life scenarios that people post. And um, it is up to the reader to tick off whether or not they feel that like they're the asshole. I love so, things. I love it because we don't have to read 45 page long advice column responses. I love it because it's like-minded people that are like, we want to know your drama and judge you for it. It's true. We should really start going in here and being like, are we the asshole for posting your questions on our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> and judging Hashtag you. you've been ill-advised. <laughs> Check it out. Let us know what you think. Let us <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, send us your questions, your comments, all your concerns. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's funny. We should. I'll get right to it. Yeah. So this one is, am I the asshole for asking my dad what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you stupid or something? <laughs> wow. This one was posted 16 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's great, really. Okay. For context, my dad's a very angry person, even when it's a good day and we're having a good time, he's prone to being angry. I've had sincere, heartfelt conversations about how his anger affects me, and he completely disregarded these concerns and any suggestion to go speak to a professional. It's gotten to the point where I can see his car pull in, and I already know I'm going to have to deal with him getting pissed off at a drawer for squeaking or his phone for ringing. <sighs> Earlier today, he was cooking something, and out of nowhere, he cursed and grabbed a pair of kitchen tongs and threw them full force at a wall, leaving a hole. <laughs> a hole from oh. tongs? Okay, daddy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm already dying. I asked him what was wrong with him and he said Jesus. it was in the way, which prompted me to ask. <laughs> it is me. I am dad. <laughs> it is you. <laughs> which prompted me to ask, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you stupid? He hasn't spoken to me since and I feel really bad. Am I the asshole? <laughs> this is so relatable. This is so appropriate. No, not only... Just because I have issues with anger. I don't know. Although I've never seen you throw tongs. I was going to say, although my tongs would shatter long before they made any say. sort of scratch on my wall. Right. But also, I grew up with a very angry father. <laughs> but did he so, ever throw tongs through a wall? Or just people? <laughs> he's like thrown a TV at me. That's <laughs> true. What was in it? In the Christmas tree. What was it when we were in high school? Or... Um, maybe we were older. Was it you and he your sister? He chased me around the living room? No, not your dad. You and your sister, um, Mandy, like oh, you threw, threw the a... vacuum. I think she... And you threw the yeah. air freshener at her? <laughs> yeah, there was a porcelain cross that got thrown. A can of Lysol. Bless you. 
There was the vacuum and a wrench. (laughs) (laughs) Throw this, throw this, throw this, throw this. Oh my God. That's, but I mean, so Biff, am I the asshole? (laughs) Well, so if it was my father and I said that to him, he would have physically. He wouldn't have been able to speak to him. Right. He would (laughs) have. Physically, I would have been the one putting a hole through the wall. He would have been writing, "Am I the asshole for throwing, <laughs> throwing my, my daughter?" daughter. The wall. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is funny because I get it. Like, technically, yes, you are the asshole. Like, that's your father. You know, you know. I I was raised. We don't speak to our parents like that. And, but also, like, you just put a hole in the wall with tongs because they were in your way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like so. This like, is like, how tall were these tongs? <laughs> I need the link to those tongs no because because I need to listen. Like, I just bent over this seat to get this wine off the floor, and if those tongs could have saved me right. some time, I tried to flip my roast the other day with my tongs, and I needed like two shovels. <laughs> these tongs seem like they would get that job done. Yeah, the diesel tongs. <laughs> like, these tongs. These tongs. <laughs> Uh, so Um, i don't know so with me like i was the same way as you like i was taught you don't talk to your parents that way but now these days like i talk with my mom that way right so i don't know yeah i'm in the middle i mean i don't what's that word i don't condone condone speaking to your parents this way however some situations warrant it there's moments and also, would you be able to control yourself if you just saw your dad throw tongs? No, through I wall? feel like this exact situation has happened. It just wasn't tongs. <laughs> so, I'm just wondering if you just patch over the hole, or do you try to get the on the tongs? Pick them up, move them out the way for you. Let me just put these. Over They're in here the walls you, way. <laughs> I just I don't want these to be in your way oh. when you try to clean up this drywall. <laughs> That's. Funny shit. I'm curious what people. Yeah, I'm gonna say not the asshole. I would like to know the age. If you're a young adult, I think you can get away with it in these types of circumstances. If you're 16, 15, 14, mm, you might be. I don't know. I don't know. I I just You might be raising a point there though, because that's there's some sort of a violence, a violent aspect to it, right? So if you're like that young and you're experiencing this with your parent. So I guess I'm not coming at it from the same place where you are where you're like sixteen and you're like, Are you mouthing off? Right. And I'm coming from like you're sixteen, you're seeing your dad get mad at tongs. Are you afraid? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so there's like that violence thing, but yeah, there's also there's like adolescence yeah but also there's dad throwing tongs through a wall well when my dad was angry if any of us ever said anything even if it wasn't these even if it was just like geez or like you good dad like we'd get a backhand (laughs) you know what i mean so it had to be very like particular circumstances for us to be able to like dad are you fucking okay like you just put tongs through the wall but if we were younger and like had any sort of comment in the middle of his wrath, like we weren't surviving. So for me, age kind of, if you're 
17 plus, I don't think you're the asshole. Okay. But if you're like 14 to yeah. 16, yeah. then yeah. you're like. Just kind of keep your, your mouth shut. Your default Move out is the, way, the asshole. Or you're going to be the tongs next. Okay. I guess that's my answer. Let's see some of these responses, yes. shall we? Yes. Here's one that says, not the asshole. Please live elsewhere if possible. Sounds like your dad has violent tendencies. And although you are perfectly justified in your response, confronting him could trigger physical abuse towards you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, not the asshole. Your father is rage-filled, is a rage-filled bully. And honestly, do you want him to talk to you? He doesn't sound like a particularly pleasant person to talk to. <laughs> Another one says you should send him a bill for the repair of the wall. Him not contacting his you own like wall. A good Fuck thing. off. <laughs> he built that wall probably. <laughs> <laughs> not the asshole, but you need to leave ASAP. There seems to be a lot built around this anger. I'm seeing a lot of anger posts um info how old are you 21 mm. so this person not the didn't respond then. not the asshole your dad is volatile and aggressive not a great combination please be safe and maybe once you're out communicate that such a dangerous combination is toxic he needs to address the root of his anger he might dismiss you but i hope that he can get help in the meantime don't poke the bear so that's funny that you that this person brought that up because that did cross my mind like dad not talking to you because you responded could kind of be like a I'm not angry at you for speaking to me like that or for what you said but like I'm a little bit embarrassed and I also know I'm wrong but I also don't know what the fuck to do you know what I mean like I don't know how to not be this way right nor do I know the reason for the level of this aggravation and anger so maybe dad's not mad at you per se. Maybe dad just doesn't know doesn't how know to. what's going on and knows that he's wrong, but also doesn't know how to change it. Yeah, that's actually that's actually so valid. Especially, I mean, sixteen hours ago they're twenty one. So I don't know if I want to say over older generation because they could be in their parents could be in their forties or fifties, mm-hmm. but. It's just the the self-awareness time or period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially. It's relatively new still. Yeah. Especially for men. Men don't go to therapy. Men don't talk about the feelings. It's men true. don't talk, talk about emotions. Yeah. And, you know, dad's obviously got things going on that he's not expressing and or that nobody else is aware of. Not to condone daddy throwing tongues through the wall, which is a slightly impressive it really is. He <laughs> should like literally get rid of the bow and just throw the arrow. <laughs> right. You don't need a bow. Yeah, I mean, I just, I guess, not to, again, not to like condone dad's anger and stuff, but also maybe just to shed a little light, maybe for the person asking, you know, like it's probably super daunting having that type of stress from having an angry parent, but like, that's coming from somewhere yeah it's you know true I mean? so i don't know my just my little ill-advised tidbit well yeah i mean our default response our favorite response is right. therapy also i'm delightfully um i don't know another word for impressed but i just that like so for us this was like a 
walk like another day in the park. But for readers, it was like they're kind of concerned and scared. <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> interesting, so, right? right? It was like, oh, for us, this like this is how we grew up. This I wonder, was a Monday night. I feel like Kiki would have provided like resources, like abuse hotlines, and possibly, yeah. And we're over here like, oh yeah, it happens all the time. Mama knocked me <laughs> out, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. So I just, that was also something that came up for me was like, oh, right. That's not probably normal. (laughs) So other people are like, we're desensitized desensitized to it. Well, it's not normal anymore. I feel like, so I'm not saying that it was ever good, but it was just so. It was more common. Like hitting your kids and like disciplining your children physically was just so widely accepted. Just what you did, right. Yeah, and I don't know where that changed or why. Um, not why that changed. I know why it changed. I don't know where that changed, and I and I actually appreciate it because, you know, for us as as parents now, like we don't show our kids that type of hostility, but, you know, like how do we? Well, handle... the kids need it. Let's just be real. <laughs> Sometimes a kid just needs a good fucking bazooka. Like, but I, I'm just saying, like the way that they dealt with their hostility toward their kids was, you know, physical abuse physical violence and like how are we doing it wine i mean that was around yeah. back then too yeah and but more they affordable. didn't need it because they could just backhand us oh so fair. now we are like can't backhand you so i'm just gonna drink this glass of wine and uh-huh. wish i could backhand you okay i'm ready for the next one so did we oh yeah not the asshole not the asshole not the asshole got it we're all in full agreement i don't know if that was my original answer but i stand by it <laughs> you did i think so Ready for this one, Beth? This one's a little bit more thinky. Thinky. Great. Haven't done that in a week. (laughs) Would I be the asshole for not inviting my poly friend's partners to my wedding? Oh, tricky. I, a 25 female, am getting married in September. My husband, Mike, and I are doing a big wedding for 250 guests. (laughs) Mike and, I can, gonna say. <laughs> Mike and I can Mike and I doing a big wedding for 250 guests. I've always dreamed of having a storybook wedding. I asked my best friend Marissa, 25, to be my maid of honor, and she happily agreed. She's been a huge help to me in every step of planning in the wedding. Marissa is in a poly. Oh, this is getting more complicated. So Marissa is the maid of honor and also the one. Oh, great. Yeah. Marissa is in a poly relationship and she has three partners, Greg, 24, Brandon, 27, and Ace, 22. Good for you, Marissa. Okay, I do have to, so Ace is non-binary, the other ones are males, as noted here. So I'm very curious as to how that works. Are they all like sexually liberated? So like, so do I identify, do they identify as bisexual? Like that dynamic is already fascinating me, but I digress. Yeah. Should I keep going? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, sorry. We'll get stuck here all day. All day. She's been with Greg for five years and was the first partner she had. They added Brandon and Ace over the course of their relationship with Ace being the newest member. They all date each other and seem to be happy. Oh, Oh, there there it is. I don't really get it. Quotes, get it. If I'm being honest, but it's not my business. Nicely done. Mm -hmm. Not your fucking business. However, the issue came into play when Mike, 32, pulled me aside and said while he loves Marissa, he didn't feel like spending the wedding explaining her love life to his family, which I understand. 
They are very conservative and hardly accept LGBT people as is, let alone LGBT polyset. I've already reserved four spots of Marissa and company, but my husband suggested he invite a few co-workers to take the partner's spot and Marissa could come alone. I didn't want to ruin his big day, so I agreed reluctantly. Well, can you see my face, Beth? Yeah. I'm concerned. I know I should have told Marissa from the get-go, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So when invites went out, she called me up immediately and asked why she didn't have a plus three invite. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's just a new concept. That's funny. I explained to her exactly what I said. Why don't I have a plus three? I know. That's... That's a little bit entitled. That's a lot. I feel like a plus one is what you got. Yeah, I, I'm kind of and in between it. And then you kind it. of pick your own. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like close your eyes and put your finger, your pointer finger out and then spin around in circles right. and whoever you land on. I'm thinking of a number. Between one and three. <laughs> <laughs> I explained to her exactly what I said above, and she just said, oh, and hung up. Next thing I know, Brandon is calling me and begging me to reconsider, saying that they promise they won't act like they're in a relationship, but they want to be there for me. Except I can hear Greg in the background telling me to fuck off, and then (laughs) I'm an asshole, and he doesn't want to go. I explained to Brandon that I already gave their spots to Mike's coworkers. Brandon says, okay, thank you, and hangs up. Marissa tests me the next day, saying she isn't coming unless they can go. Mike said he can't uninvite his coworkers now, so it's not his problem. I told him I would add them and pay the cost, and he just said, if I want to spend the whole time explaining their relationship to people, then so be it, but he isn't wasting his time doing it, and just send people my way. Our other friends think I'm an asshole, but Mike's friend and a few of my non-mutual friends don't think I am. Just want some more unbiased opinion. Okay. So Marissa not only didn't get a plus three, but it sounds like not even a plus one. She didn't even get a plus one. So. But I think that that's the writer's or the asshole, not the asshole's way of like not excluding one of them. But I see what you're saying. And I like, it's like towing a line. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I feel like the typical thing, I guess, is a plus one, right? your more traditional approach so it does kind of feel assholish to like i don't know marissa's in the wedding Mm -hmm. she's a bridesmaid maid of honor maid of honor yeah so you obviously are close enough with marissa to know her living that's exactly where i'm going living situation her Her, romantic situation yeah her life yep this just got trickier yeah um, you want to hear my response? Well, so my only argument is like, weddings are, are weddings. And it's like, I have this number of people and I can typically write like a, a common thing is a plus one. Like we account for a plus one and like, that's it. There's limited space. It's a wedding. Like it's, they're probably already trying to, keep it from like 300 people or right. you know weddings I mean? are expensive right per person right 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 per person yeah so i don't know it's i'm on the fence i feel like you're not an asshole because to your wedding they're fucking expensive 
a plus one is, you know, there's weddings where it's not, there's no plus one. That's true. You know what I mean? And the number of people on my guest list is it. And like, there's no, there's very little wiggle room. But then again, she's your maid of honor. And that means she's probably your best friend. And that means, you know, she has three partners. Partners. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word either. either. And I use it all the time. <laughs> Yeah. And so along those same lines, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, well, you've already, you already had those three spaces earmarked for Marissa's partners and then decided to uninvite them because you didn't want to explain it to Mike's family. So there's that, right? So being part of the LGBTQIA community, I'm like, you're an asshole already because you don't want, you don't want to be bothered to explain. How about they can explain it? I'm sure they'd be happy to be like, oh yeah, just send them our way. Right. That's the first part. Um, The other part is, you know, even just extending the plus one would have been something. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it would have been the right thing, but it would have been something because it's very clear your maid of honor who's planning things knows that there are plus ones. Right. Who's helped you in every aspect. And then the other thing that makes you an asshole is not only how you allocated the spots for these people and you were planning to invite them because this had to have come up during conversation, right? Planning the wedding, but you gave them away to somebody else. To coworkers. You're just an asshole on principle. Yeah. Maybe not for wanting what you want or for doing what you want to do. Like I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to judge you a little bit for all of that, but like I'm, it's your wedding, like it's your day. But like you, I feel like that's kind of like going back on your plan and what you were initially thinking. Yeah, I think you made really good points and I am in agreement with you. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You did have those spots, you're right. You want to see the responses? Yeah. Let's see. Intentionally or not, you put the opinion of bigots over the reality of your friends. They likely feel betrayed, especially at short notice. Could Mike's family be given a stern warning instead, such as there will be no comments of peop- on people at our wedding? If you cannot keep it to yourself, you will leave. I don't like that response. Like, I don't like the second half of that response. You don't have to put people on notice. Right. It's not on you. To put- right. People are going to react how they react. I agree. Otherwise, it'd be no drama at anyone's wedding and no one would ever object to anything. Yeah, I know. What fun would that be? boring no shit when i was a senior in high school i went to a wedding with two of my friends guys who were open who weren't openly gay my friend wanted his boyfriend at the wedding but was too scared to too scared so they threw me in the mix we lived in the deep south not a single person commented on this huge wedding about the three of us hanging out holding hands or dancing in big social gatherings like that eyes are usually on the bride and groom unless you do something to pull away the attention exactly very good point you're always the asshole if the ideas of bigots, racist Nazis, or other assholes determine your decision making. Oh. Fair enough. There you go. There's a fourth point. The consensus here is asshole. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're an asshole. Get help. Yeah. Next? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for yesing me. <laughs> thanks for yesing me to death. This one is. Am I the asshole for asking my girlfriend to continue doing my laundry if she wants me to buy groceries? (laughs) Ready? Yes. Okay. 
My girlfriend, 28, and I, 32, have been living together for four years now. He's identified himself as male. She works from home since COVID most of the time, but sometimes goes into the office. I go to my office every day. My girlfriend has always done our laundry together and never had a problem with it for all these years. Since she works from home, she takes care of a lot of the housework, but I do help out where I can and when I get back from work, although she often refuses my offers with reasons like I should wash my hands better. I do wash my hands, though. (laughs) Okay. Type A much? (laughs) Lately, she's started separating my undergarments and vests from the laundry pile and not washing them when she had no trouble doing it in the past. She said that my undergarments will contaminate her clothes and wants me to do them myself in a separate load. Yet she still washes hers in the same load. I suggested we do all our undergarments in a different load, and she said no, because hers are cleaner, and that would be worse. (sighs) This just keeps getting better. She got pretty mad and made some nasty comments about my hygiene, saying I should keep myself cleaner in my privates, not soil myself. I do not. (laughs) And learn to wash my hands. I do shower, and I do wash my hands, but maybe it's natural that men smell more. I don't know. I'm getting pretty annoyed at being treated like I'm disgusting when I'm not. I lived with my mom before her who did my laundry and never said my boxers were dirty. I'm not touching that. Yeah. I said if she keeps doing this, I will stop buying the groceries she keeps telling me to bring on my commute home from work. And she can do that herself. Okay, this was not what I was expecting. If we're basing it just off of this, let's go just on the information that we have. Because this feels like it could spiral into a million different scenarios. This is a little bit hilarious. It's a lot of bit hilarious. Wash your hands and stop soiling yourself. <laughs> your boxers are too dirty to wash with my dirty underwear. Yeah. What? All of a sudden. The only thing about laundry that I'm very picky about is if it's a kitchen rag that we use to wipe up grease. Yeah. Wash it with other kitchen rags. Right. Otherwise, that grease kind of transfers onto clothing sometimes. But that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't even separate whites anymore because because I'm trying to not be less anal retentive. <laughs> I know uh, that's. I mean, I don't think separating colored and I still separate my whites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't anymore. I mean, if I don't have to, I would love to know that. I also like seventy five percent of the time let Colin do the laundry. I'll fold. No that's problem. A fair trade. That's my therapy, so I don't care. I don't. That feels assholeish of her. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna agree with you and say he's not the asshole, and she's literally coming from left field, like she's looking for reasons to hate him. Yeah, like this is all of a sudden, right? This is out of the blue. That's the part that's like, It'd this be, isn't. She would often separate the laundry, yeah. like she still would do it, but should separate it. Like, no, there was never any signs. I feel like if there was a real before. reason, she just be, like she should be like, hey, I'm doing all the laundry. And your underwear is particularly soiled. <laughs> and I don't know, can we work something out? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, She's, not she, se- she, the she, vests, separating the vests, undergarments and vests. I don't know what you're doing with your vests, bro. Unless you're a construction worker. Yeah, I mean, my daughter's father has sometimes some very dirty, he works on roofs and roofs. Roofs? Yeah. Roofs? Roofs? Roofs. Roofs? 
Roofs. 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 Hooves? Right. (laughs) Roofs and hooves. (laughs) He's in construction, so a lot of times, especially like his sweatshirts, I'll go to pull his sweatshirt out of the laundry. Actual nails will fall out of his pocket, like nails and like pieces of cement. So like I will separate and like wash his work clothes together and like keep those away from my clothes. Mm -hmm. But it's never like, I just feel like she's feeling like she's doing the brunt of the work, but also works. Mm -hmm. So their dynamic isn't like he's going to work and taking care of the bills and she's home taking care of the rest. It seems like a pretty fair dynamic where it's supposed to be like equals. You know, he's working, paying bills. She's working, paying bills. You're doing the laundry and he's getting groceries. Right. Like, so you guys have divided responsibilities despite having your own personal responsibilities. It just makes sense. Right. Well, that's typically how any relationship is. It should be a divide and conquer. Just whatever the dynamic is. You know, the thing that I picked up is either maybe like you, like she's got some sort of resentment for picking up the slack, right? Whatever that means. She feels it's unbalanced. She might feel like she's doing more than him. And to me, it feels like she's looking for reasons to be upset with him. Yeah, because because she she she's probably gonna dump him. (laughs) But the thing about it, like pushing people away, that kind of like mentality or she's not communicating oh yeah for me that's what i got that this is just a big lack in communication she's obviously feeling something maybe she's miserable having to work from home maybe she's not feeling appreciated maybe she's feeling like she is doing more than he's contributing to and her. maybe she's not thinking about what he is contributing maybe to her right. she doesn't it feel doesn't like it's feel a contribution right, well right, you're on right. your way home anyway right you're gonna pass the grocery store anyway right yeah i didn't yeah i think i'm gonna agree with you on that it's, i mean she's still kind of the asshole because you need to communicate if you're burnt out just say that mm-hmm. but like Doing things like I'm gonna wash all the laundry except your underwear. That's pretty. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Like, come on. Because your underwear is gonna contaminate my. Right. Okay, right. Seriously. Like if. And really, I is there argue, an issue down there? Like that it looks like I they're would living argue together? that women's underwear is dirtier than men's. Yes, I would like, too. I Have would you argue seen it. a vagina? Exactly. <laughs> We got all kinds of stuff coming out I've sometimes. I've seen a child come out of there. Like, yeah. I'm all set washing Men's, panties. Like, the worst, the dirties, and, 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 like, if the man shits himself or sharts, like, then, yeah, you're not, I'm not washing your freaking boxers. <laughs> no, I'm not washing your shit stain. <laughs> like, <laughs> other than that, I would argue that women's underwear can be dirtier than men's. Like, we leave things behind sometimes on more occasion than men you have yeah you have more whoopsie instances yeah which makes sense and but natural or not but i'm saying the expectation for somebody else to clean up after you 
but like to refuse to wash your boyfriend's boxers because and vests. they're dirtier. Oh, vests. They must be in the UK. That's what they call um, tanks or wife beaters, which I don't like wife beaters. I don't like the word wife beater. I know. But Where did that even come from? I have no, I think it's like an, like an old, like the men that wore them were physically abusive. Oh, like, uh, like the stereotype? Yeah. The guys who wore, I thought those were made for like, so you don't see through my white t-shirts. I was going to say for beating white. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold um, on, woman. Yeah, they're, they're just, they're, I think they are made as undershirts, but it's like, you know, I, I think it's that, that. Like the boys who sag their pants today are gangsters. Yep. Oh. Yep. And if they sag their so pants not, and wear I'm, wife beaters, they're wife beaters. They're gangster, gangster wife, wife beaters. beaters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, Interesting. Okay. So, yes. So now I get it. But still, like, even if he's just sweaty from his shirt, like, there's no shit stain there. Maybe there's, like, you know, maybe he smells. It sounds like. Like, that's the point of laundry. Clothes get dirty. Yeah. That's why we wash them. I don't think he's an asshole per se for saying he won't pick up the laundry but it, i mean the groceries but i feel like she's the asshole not him i feel like that too she's shitty no pun intended i want to read the comments. do we want to get to the general I'm consensus curious. or read the comments first comments first okay gotcha okay <laughs> i've never done my own laundry but you must be the problem no one else has had a problem doing my laundry for me <laughs> we didn't address mom that was we did to ourselves it's true why are your vests included in the biohazard pile how many vests do you own i get paranoid about my breath when someone offers me a piece of gum is that the whole comment yeah well there's more to it but it's just it's not worth reiterating got it um for real dude it's posts like this that make me so grateful for my boyfriend who acts like a normal hygienically sound adult lol rude you forgot to quote men naturally smell more. Okay, these aren't relevant, I feel like. Damn, I can hear thinking maybe the girlfriend is developing some germaphobe weird compulsions. Nope. Apparently Opie poops his poops his pants and somehow shirts. Streaks? How old are you? Rhetorical question. I read the post. <laughs> <laughs> From a Southeast Asian, please buy a bidet. Even those cheap ones you attach to the pipe that fits to the toilet tank. Wash with soap poor guy this reminds me of one of my mom's favorite stories about first dating my dad when he was 18 and she was when she was 18 and he was 17 they got into an argument about something and she called him immature he shot back with yeah well my mother thinks i'm very mature (laughs) (laughs) that's the best comeback ever but still I don't necessarily agree. Are you ready for the general consensus? Bit? Yes. Although I feel like people are going to call him not an asshole. People are definitely going to call him these comments. I mean, they're going to call him an asshole. Absolutely. And they did. They did. They did. They think he's just a dirty asshole. If anything, I would be like not enough information. But like, I wouldn't call him an asshole. Not a bat. single person pointed out like the girlfriend. I don't know. Like all of a sudden now your clothes are too dirty for her to wash. How is he even, she even still with him? His hands are gross. He's got shit streaks in his underwear. He's hairy and smells. He's cosplaying as homeless. Jesus Christ. This is out of control. She told me I need to wash my butt crack. So I decided I'd make her life harder. 
unfair. This is, yeah, I mean, we're just assuming he's got dirty underwear, but he says. While you were reading the whole thing, it said, like, she says, she's telling him no white. And I don't shit myself. Edit. Okay, point taken. I will take her advice about hygiene and shave wax down there and see a doctor in case I have some condition and apologize to her. What? Whoa, Where we're this... missing something. We are. We don't have time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> or his. No pun intended. Let's move on to the last one. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Am I the asshole? I didn't attend to my son's wedding. I instead spent the evening with his ex-wife. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, this one's going to hurt. Are you ready? I am. Quick backstory. After graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At 19, he married a girl he met. I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt it was he was too immature. They both dropped out and moved back here to his hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl. 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. After the first baby, my wife and I noticed our daughter-in-law was, wasn't happy. We both thought it was PPD-related, PPD, post... Post-traumatic stress. No, that's I mean, PTSD. Post, postpartum. Postpartum, yes. Postpartum depression-related. Post-traumatic. Yeah, that's it. PTS <laughs> postpartum. <laughs> Just after the second arrived, my son and his wife separated. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was then that she began unloading on us. I know there's two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. I sat my son down numerous times to speak with him regarding his marriage. He refused to take responsibility, blamed her for everything, even when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem. They got into counseling. For a year, things were okay on the surface. Our daughter-in-law filed for divorce my son three days later was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend. A month later, they were engaged. My son forced his then wife to become a permanent permanent S-A-H-M at the birth of their first, first child. What? S-H-A-M? S-A-H-M. Stay at home mom. Ah, Beth. Uh, forced his wife to become a permanent stay at home mom at the birth of their child, first child. She, of course, had no other family or friends here. She knew no one aside from us. She had nowhere to go with two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I helped her financially and got her an apartment. Before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son I would not be attending and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him she would see it that I would attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiance around our house out of respect for the mother of his children. The wedding happened on February 11th, the night before my wife gave my wife, my wife gave me the final push. I did not attend. Our daughter also did not attend for the same reasons. My wife picked up our grandkids, got them dressed and attended the wedding. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while her kids attended the father's wedding. She was taken aback that I didn't end up going, attending the wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. I just wanted to show her she'll always be considered family to us. My daughter also made a joke that they can drop in-law status and just be sisters now. She was very tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support, especially on that night. The next morning, my son called to tell me how much of a horrible father I am for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he caught wind that I spent the wedding evening with his ex. <sighs> he said that that was the ultimate form of betrayal and further... 
myself and his sister would have to earn a relationship with him on his terms only. Okay. Three days after he broke up with his kid's mom. He he was was engaged. 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 Oh, no. I'm sorry. Girlfriend. And a month later, they were engaged. And then how long after the engagement was the wedding? It was before the divorce was finalized. I'm not quite sure. So we can assume that it was shortly after the breakup. I think it's safe to say. Well, three yeah, before days, the divorce was even final, they he were was, engaged. They were engaged a month after they were t- they had met. So, three days after leaving his kid's mom, he had a new girlfriend, and within a month, they were engaged. engaged. All right. Suddenly, daddy isn't the asshole no more. I don't think daddy's the. I really thought he spent the evening with his ex-wife, and I was very excited. I know. <laughs> I was even aroused. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a, so. I'm just so upset that this has this makes sense. Right. <laughs> right. And all I can think of is, Dad, you're not the asshole. Especially when there's kids involved. Her kids involved. It's not just uh, like this. She she is the ex is part of the family, whether yeah. they're together or not. She is. She's the mother of the grandkids, the nieces, the nephews. That you know what I mean. Like yeah. she is actually family, and for it to be so quickly after the breakup, that's just not. That's like I can't get behind that. Yeah, I can't either. There's just, I, I'm all about that autonomy and making the choices that you have, but your choices affect other people. I can oh, kind of see yeah. going back and forth if there weren't kids or an ex who had no family nearby, you know, or it seems like this, you know, this breakup, you know, it was just like him being stubborn and immature. That's just what I'm getting from this. Yeah. You know, um, and, fi- and the divorce filing and all of that, like, you know, it's kind of like, on him for not working for the marriage. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially when there was postpartum and like that shit's not. Well, they thought it was postpartum, but it, it turned out it wasn't. She just wasn't happy because he. Because he's an immature asshole. But sounds like it. They did um, counseling and that clearly didn't do anything. So just too soon. I, I vote you're not the asshole because I personally feel that this was too soon after the i'm gonna follow a personal choice myself and say not the asshole yeah i kind of get it yeah so should we get to some of those responses for sure this one starts off with not the asshole he wanted a trophy wife immediately got into a relationship with another woman when he got divorced and tried to manipulate both you and her unlike some comments that will undoubtedly come the relationship you have with your ex daughter in law. Undoubtedly, what? That will undoubtedly come. Like the responses that he'll get. Uh, saying that he is the ass. I wish we'd all undoubtedly come. Sooner or later, we all do. I don't like that, Beth. I know, I'm sorry, but you tell me you get off every time. That's why I said I wish we'd all undoubtedly. Oh, I'm smart. Yeah, you are. All right. Blame it on the wine. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boats. <laughs> okay. Ruined your black tie affair. What the fuck? <laughs> You're the cut last off. Last one to know. 
the last one to show. This one's this is staying in there. You know that, right? <laughs> last one you thought I'd see there. <laughs> it fits for this wedding. It does. It certainly does. Makes um, you feel country. <laughs> the relationship you have with your ex-daughter-in-law is yours, not dependent on him. Good for you for helping her out through this difficult time and standing with the A.H. son. The A.H. son? Uh-huh. Asshole. Son. Ah, sure. Okay. We can take it. Um, Just not in our assholes. I guess not. No, definitely not. Um, not the asshole. Asshole. It's... <laughs> It sounds like you're a reasonable parent who acknowledges when your kid is being an idiot. I don't see anything wrong with you choosing um, to support the mother of your grandchildren, who he seems to have left in a bad spot. So this one doesn't have a lot of responses. Um, this one says, you the asshole. Oh. His ex was his relationship, not yours. You can support her and him at the same time. Could have at least made an appearance. Instead, you made some weird stand that wasn't yours to make. And somebody responded with, the dad isn't obligated to attend just because he gets invited. OP and his daughter clearly has stronger values than his son and wife. Hmm. That's it. The consensus here, there actually isn't a consensus because it was posted nine minutes before we actually started it. Get out of town. So I'm thinking that this is trending toward not the asshole. In the end of, at the end of it, I think that's what it's going to garner in terms of reactions. Yeah. Because that's what it seems like. I don't. Yeah, it seems pretty clear that son is a a hole. A h. Yeah. Uh uh. Ah uh, aha. Ah ha ha. That's it. That's all we wrote. Well, that's all they wrote. Cause we're done. Well, friggin' a. Friggin' a. We just need to do these more often. <laughs> no kidding. Ah, uh, to our wonderful, beautiful listeners. You guys are so great. You can find us online at illadvisedthepodcast.com or you can send us all your questions, comments, and concerns to illadvisedthepodcast at gmail.com. And on Facebook and Instagram at illadvisedthepodcast. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. Uh, by the sports car who cares about midlife crises. And thank you for listening. You is not the asshole. And you've been ill-advised. <laughs>